One of the best things that you can do for your business is to make sure that you are communicating effectively. Whether you deal with phone communication, if you're doing email communication, or if you're like some people and do communication only through text, I'm going to give you the pros and cons and the right way to communicate. The way that you speak can make or break the deal. On today's episode 106 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts and what to say and what not to say. Sometimes reformatting the way that you speak will gain your customer base and seal the deal. Let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring you the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, and valuable resources, art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Greetings, friends and listeners. Sonia Paz here, your host and creator of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. And this podcast is here to help you as a creative person, whether you are a painter, sculptor, jewelry maker, maybe you are a florist or you decorate cakes, maybe you have a small business doing anything creative. Maybe you have a retail store and you you feel like you just need that extra kick in the pants. Well, This podcast is designated and designed specifically for you. This is our 106th episode of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am so glad that you have decided to tune in. Whether you've listened to us in the past, or that you are a subscriber, or maybe this is the first time that you're listening, so that is a good thing. You'll learn that I have created such amazing content for you as a creative person, so that you can really kill it in this art industry. Because let's face it, business is tough. This is a time in our life where you want to be able to be as expressive as you can with your artwork. And there is a lot of artists out there. This is not like it used to be in the 70s, 80s, or 90s. And where you can just be pretty self-sufficient on doing your local fairs, just getting your word out by word of mouth and things like that. We now have the internet. We all have websites, or at least I hope you have a website by this point, or at least an Etsy page, or at the very least, a Facebook presence. And for most artists or creative people, you'll find that they want to hop on social media pretty quickly. But there is a specific generation of people, and there's a specific type of person that doesn't want to be on social media. But having just a little bit of web presence by way of a inexpensive website to show your works or to have something out there on Instagram or Facebook is an amazing way to get your work out there. Get known to other people, not only in your local area, but in your state, in your nation, maybe in your country and beyond. So today's conversation is going to be a little It's going to be a little snarky in some respects because I have spoken over the last couple of weeks with several other business people in regards to the way that we speak to others. 
I will be the first one to admit that I have overused certain words or expressions like, um, you know, so, now, and I will admit occasionally I have used the word like. However, let me, let me interject here for a second. When I started podcasting, it was critical that I record myself and listen to the way I speak. I know that a lot of people, because I have taken some polls and I have taken some notes, spoken with, with several of my business peers in my networking groups and such, that they find themselves getting to the bad habit of overusing certain words. I'm going to pinpoint one word in particular, and I've gotten in trouble. I got in trouble asking this question on a podcaster forum about a year ago and was slapped on the hand by a certain generation of new podcasters. If you have not already determined what this word is, the word is like. And I know some of you are rolling your eyes at this point listening to this, but several of you are applauding and saying, finally, somebody has come to the rescue of getting out of this bad habit of using the word like as a filler. Sometimes you use the word because you get nervous. Sometimes you use that word because it's a filler. But when I started doing podcasting and I was forced to listen to myself, I noticed that I said a lot of things. I used the word um a lot. I used the word you know a lot. And not only did it make me really realize how I sounded to others, but it made me sound much more intelligent, much more legible, the way that I was getting my point across without having to use or overuse the word like. Now, for those of you who really don't know what I'm talking about, let me give you an example. It can be from something as ordinary as telling somebody that you went to the coffee shop and had a coffee today. And the description of what they're going to tell you may sound a little bit like this. And I'm going to tell you first and foremost, this is going to be really hard for me to do because I don't talk this way. So here it goes. So I like went over to Starbucks today and decided I wanted to like get something different than, you know, like what I normally get. So I, I like talked to the lady and I explained to her what I normally get. And she was like, well, why don't you try to get something? Why don't you try to order something like, you know, with soy or something like with nonfat milk and, you know, get like a, a flavor added to it. And then you can like add some cinnamon on top of it after. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I know. It sounds horrible. You have no idea how painful that was. But if you take the time to practice and take, listen to what you're saying, record yourself, it can make an incredible amount of difference, not only how you're communicating, but how others are listening to you. And I know the reason that people are talking like this is because there's reality shows out there where that's where they talk and this seems to be rubbing off on a lot of people. Now, the challenge would be to take your everyday speaking, whether you're on the phone with a family member, a friend, if you're doing a speech, if you're online, if you're doing a live video, and force yourself to think about other words to replace that. Maybe it's just a simple pause. Maybe you don't need to go and emphasize on so much elaboration. I know that a lot of people do this because they're nervous. However... 
if you become aware of it and you start listening to yourself and then you start noticing listening to others, you can rise above that in so many ways, especially if you are doing or planning on pursuing any public speaking opportunities. I know for me, I listen to podcasts and if there's an overabundance of the word like, I will tend to not listen to that rest of that episode. There's other things in communication that really make a difference and it can make or break the way that you speak. First of all, don't go sending me a bunch of hate mail saying that I'm trashing on the way people talk. I am here to give you motivation. I am here to prompt you and to guide you in the right direction. Maybe you have a good friend or maybe you have family members who don't have the guts to tell you that you sound a certain way. Maybe they're not calling you to the carpet because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, first of all, I care about your feelings, but I also care about you excelling in your business. I want you to be aware of certain little things. And while we're on the subject of communication, one of the things that I want to mention first and foremost is in one of my earlier episodes, there was a communication concept in one of those episodes where I talked about talking on the phone in person, talking and engaging and building those relationships with people on the phone or face-to-face. And of course, the best thing to do is to document all of your changes, all of your conversation recaps, all of your agreements via email. Everything should always be documented in an email so that if there is a dispute or if there's any problems with communication on he said, she said type of thing, then you've clearly got it in writing. That's not to point out to somebody that they're wrong. It's just to point out to someone what page you were on when you made the agreement and you started that business relationship. Now, I know a lot of people do only want to do text, but you know, when you're working and you're sending contracts out and you're having agreements made to have a project fulfilled and agreements to be had and understood, and there's also money being transferred, is text really going to be the, you know, do all end all? It's going to be harder to communicate that way because you can't start incorporating other people into the conversation. It's hard to see, see somebody. It's just not a viable way to do business. If you are getting into contracts and you're doing agreements and you want to work with somebody, keep it an email. Be organized. Because if you remember last week's episode about procrastination, you should be on top of this. Sometimes people are in frantic mode. Sometimes you work with a customer and you they had to have the project done or a painting created or a cake decorated by a certain time. And you want to be able to guide them in the right direction. And if you have email and you have an admin who's helping you manage that, they're going to need to refer to that email and produce the results and produce the actions that need to be fulfilled at that time. Communication in your business should be key number one. There is a B-52 song that I often think of from the uh, Bouncing Off the Satellites album. It's called Communicate. And it's got a funky tune. It's got a great vibe. And it sort of gets the message across. Stay tuned for the end and I'll play a little excerpt of it for you. 
whenever I hear somebody telling me that they're having communication issues with somebody and their message isn't getting heard or they're not being taken seriously, pick up the phone and have a conversation with that person. If that person doesn't want to hear what you have to say at that place and time, reach out via email, get a time down so the two of you can connect, get everyone on the same page, and that you have a happy camper because that building of that relationship and that communication will certainly be the foundation for a lifetime customer and a lot of referrals. So this is a wrap today, everyone. Check it out. B-52s communicate C-O-M-M-U-N-I-C-A-T-E. It's a great song. If you're a B-52 fan, you will love it. If you heard it before, you will love it extra more because I'm going to have you go ahead and listen to that. You'll be humming that tune all day long. So that's a wrap today, everyone. Episode 106 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am your host, Sonia Paz. I've been doing this a long time. I've been I've had this podcast for over two years, been selling my art full-time since 2002, but have been a creator for many, many, many years before that. I have owned several businesses, and I have owned my own self-named gallery, selling my own works for many, many years. So I am here to help you if you are thinking about launching your business. If you have a business you're stuck in right now, you need a little kick in the butt, give me a call. You can reach me directly at Sonia at rockstarmentor.com or, hey, pick up the phone. I can be reached at 408-378-5000. I hope that you're all doing well. I want everyone to be flourishing in their creative art business or any type of business that you're in. I welcome anyone and everyone in business to listen to the podcast, and I hope that you all benefit from that. So that's it for today, everyone. Have a great rest of the week and communicate. We'll talk to you then. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am Sonia Paz, your host and creator of this podcast, and the purpose of this show is to bring you my experience and expertise on how to run your own creative artistic business. I have been creating art a long time, and through all this time, I have developed my own retail line of products that I have sold through my retail gallery, my website, and through specialty retailers and galleries throughout the U.S. I developed this podcast to help you, the creative entrepreneur and small business person that you are, so you can be confident and successful with your business. There are dozens of helpful episodes with amazing free advice, interviews with savvy business professionals, so you can learn and experience from their voices of wisdom as well. Be sure to look for me on facebook.com slash rockstarmentor, twitter.com crushitmentor, and instagram.com rockstarmentor. You can also reach out directly to me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. And if you're looking to learn how to expand your business, please visit rockstarmentor.com. I have a ton of great resources and all of the show notes for every episode is in the blog section of the website. If you love the podcast but feel that you need some more one-on-one -on -one coaching, connect with me. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. I answer each and every email, and I want to make sure that I can get you on the right track. 
If you'd like to support the show, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can visit patreon.com slash rockstarmentor and donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps with some of the logistics on getting this podcast out to you for free. And if you really like the show and want to give us some serious podcast love, you can make a one-time donation by visiting paypal.me slash Paz. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each week to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast by visiting our website. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or however you listen to your podcast. You can even listen to our podcast direct from our website. If you like the podcast and get value from it, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. This also helps us gain more traction and lets other creative folks and entrepreneurs like yourself discover the Rockstar Mentor. Plus, it's always super cool to give great reviews. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we look forward to talking to you later.
your heart.